Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. On today's episode, I go over the top five reasons why I'm still a mechanic today. Reason number one, money. That's why we do it, right? Money. After all the years I've been a mechanic, 22 years, my tools are finally paid off. They've been paid off for a few years, but I know you still have to buy them, still shit changes, shit gets better, shit breaks. That'll never end. But to the new guys out there, from my experience, if I were to start over today as a mechanic, yes, I'd still be a mechanic, but as far as tools go, if I had nothing, I would buy, if I had nothing, I'd buy a big tool cart. Matco tool cart, Harbor Freight tool cart. Harbor Freight's basically the same thing at a quarter of the cost. I would absolutely not buy a big-ass toolbox, for many reasons. One, you don't need a $12,000 toolbox when you don't even have any fucking tools, right? You're just going to go change oil and rotate tires. The tools you need for what you're doing when you're starting out won't even fill up one drawer in a toolbox. It's a waste of money. Another reason is shops now are trying everything they can to get techs to come work for them, right? They're adding air conditioning, they're adding heat, adding lifts, painting the shop, making the shops look better. And they're also supplying their own toolboxes for the techs. That way the shop looks all the same, you know what I mean? You don't have that guy in there with a big purple toolbox. So say you're at your first dealership and you're a new tech. You paid $15,000 for a toolbox that has three drawers with tools in them. And you're not making any hours because your shop's shitty or you just get the shit work. But down the street, there's a dealership that just upgraded the shop. Has AC, pays more per hour. You know, you go, you check them out, and they offer you a job. They say they're going to pay you more hour, more per hour. And they say we supply toolboxes so you don't have to buy one. You don't have to bring your own. Now you're stuck with that $15,000 piece of fucking metal. The tool trucks, they don't take them back. If they say they do, and you give it back to them, that's a fucking hit on your credit. Trust me, I've been there. Say you live in an apartment. Where are you going to do it with your toolbox? If you try to sell it online, nobody's going to pay fucking cash for it. Unless it's like five grand, but you owe 15. That's the reason why they sell toolboxes so easily, is because we pay every week. And we think it's not much, you know, 50 bucks a week, that's not bad. Just remember, the toolbox does nothing to make you money. Nothing. It just holds tools. Buy a tool cart. You buy a tool cart, that's all you need when you're starting out. Some guys, that's all they use, even right now, after being been doing this shit for 20 years. Tools and knowledge make you money. Remember that. But pay, where else can you work a 10-hour day and turn 40 hours, or 20 hours, or 30 hours? Yeah, those are the good days, but it happens pretty often if you're at a good shop. I've turned 40 hours in a day several times. Legit work, no comebacks. Sometimes comebacks. And this is flat rate, of course. Hourly techs, I feel sorry for you, bruh. Unless your shop is slow and you don't have the potential to make over 40 hours, then I can see a reason to be hourly. The pay is increasing. We're finally getting paid closer to what we're worth. The dealers are finally catching on to their mistakes. Well, most of them are. And they're paying the techs better. I started out as a porter, but when I was a tech, I was making 10 bucks an hour. And the highest paid tech in that shop was making 20 yeah, this was 22 years ago. 
Now techs are getting paid flat rate anywhere from 25 to 65 an hour. And it's going up. It's not going to go down. I remember when I was making 10 bucks an hour, I was thinking in my head, damn, that other tech makes double what I make an hour. That shit was a lot of money back then. Back then, they're turning a lot of hours, too. But yeah, I know everything is going up. Fucking grocery stores crazy as hell right now. I used to spend 200 bucks a week. Now it's 300 just for my beer consumption. I mean, come on, dude. So that's one of the reasons is money. And another reason is freedom. Not having somebody riding your ass all day. Not being micromanaged. Not working in an office and having to watch what you say. You get to work at your own pace, even if you have a waiter, dude. Don't rush. You rush, you're going to fuck something up just to make the advisor happy? No. That's their mistake. You don't let somebody wait for a fucking timing belt. You know? That's just stupidity. If they are going to wait, then they're going to wait five hours, even though it takes you two. Take your time. Don't rush and fuck something up, dude. You know, I don't have to deal with any customers, and I like that. I don't have to test drive with anybody. And another good thing is, you get to go test drive a car for like 20 minutes, and you get to get out of the dealership. You know, you take the customer's car out for lunch. Use their gas. Gas ain't cheap, dude, but their gas is free, right? Another one is fun. The job can be fun sometimes when you work with the right people it's always fun pranking other techs you know lighting off fireworks loosening their wheels taking bolts and nuts and parts off their toolbox when they're in a big job hiding them taking their tool carts and pushing them outside shit like that that's fun another one is like feeling accomplished being able to fix cars other people can't helping people out Knowing that you know a trade, a trade that, believe it or not, a lot of people can't do. You know, us mechanics feel like, how come you can't fix your own car? You know, all the customers that come in and say, oh, I'll just do that. No, you're not. You're not going to fucking fix it. Most people open the hood of their car and have no fucking idea what any of that shit is. Most people can't even change their flat tire, let alone change their fucking oil, you know? Diagnose a check engine light. Okay, buy the scanner for five grand, then figure out how to use it, and then figure out what the codes mean. Knowing, as a technician, that if your car or your family's car breaks down, that you know you can fix it, save them money, or make side money at your house, in your own garage, cash, dude. Everyone's car needs work. Not many people can fix them themselves. But you can, for some cash, dude. Make that extra money. There's not many jobs or careers out there that you could be in and you can come home and do it on the side for cash. I know a guy that did so much side work, he deposited all the cash in his bank account. And when he did his taxes, he had to pay in like fucking eight or ten grand or some shit like that because all the unclaimed income. So after that, he bought a gun safe and only took fucking cash after that shit. So he has a safe full of fucking bags right now. There's not many jobs out there that you can come home and do it on the side. You know what I mean? You can't bag groceries at a grocery store and then come home and fucking bag groceries on the side, right? I guess you could do Uber or some shit, but anybody can do that, right? Another one, the last one is growth. Achievements. When you start at the bottom and you start moving up, you're growing. You learn as you go. 
This, of course, all matters where you are. If you're at a shitty dealership and they hire you as a lube tech, feed you all the bullshit about training you and moving you up as a line tech but never do, then it can become frustrating. Sometimes it's enough to make techs quit the industry, period. This is where the problem started and what they're trying to fix now. It finally caught up to them. This is the main reason why there's such a tech shortage. But I can go on and on about that. Probably already have, so I digress. But looking back when I started as a porter, wanting to be a mechanic and actually achieving that position, it was fucking awesome. It had its ups and many downs, but I made it. And growth from being a porter to a lube tech, then becoming the lube tech team leader, then a trainer, then a tech, then a tech team leader and a foreman, and then back to tech, and then a team leader, and then a foreman again, and up and down and up and down. You know, it changes. It can't just be me. Everybody goes through that shit. But when you're at a dealership that is a dealer group and owns many dealerships, there's so many opportunities to grow, to move up. You have many dealerships to choose from. Say you're at a tech and you want to be a foreman, but your shop currently has a foreman that's actually doing a good job, believe it or not. It happens. It's a good thing to be open to change. Changing brands may be a good thing in your future. For many reasons. Other brands pay better. Better growth opportunities in those shops. Better hours. Better working hours. Better work. More money. And you have the opportunity to go to another shop within your dealer group and work there as a foreman or advisor or manager, whatever you want to be, without having to lose your benefits, your vacation time, and so on, you know? I'm talking about dealership techs. I've always been a dealership tech, so I can't speak on independent shops. I don't know if you can grow in those and seeing how they're mostly privately or family-owned, you know? So I don't know how that shit works. But, like, schooling. They will literally pay you to go to school. Pay for your hotel, pay for your food, your rental car, your gas. And when you get back, if you pass, you may even get a raise. And they pay you eight hours per day while you're at school. And once you hit Master Tech, big bags, dude. You get all the bags. Of course, that has its ups and downs. You also know that. The more you know, the less you make. That was true back in the day. But if your shop is set up right, with a foreman that is actually worth a shit, and a dispatcher that's worth a shit, you shouldn't be stuck with all the hard diag shit or warranty work. Dealership's goals are to get every tech master certified. It makes their shop look better, for one. They can advertise that they have however many master techs in their shop. And hey, if everyone's at the same level, everyone has to do the same work, right? Well, that's the top five reasons why I'm still a mechanic. Next, I should do the top five reasons why I want to quit this shit. We'll see. Email me your comments. Send me your top five reasons why you're still a mechanic. Let me know. I'll read them out on here. I won't say your name. Come on. I don't do that shit. Or send me the top five reasons you want to quit. Let me know. Check out my website. Uh, check out my website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. It's updated. It's got some cool shit on there. Check it out. Follow the page on Facebook, Flatrate Tech Podcast. Follow that. Join the group, Flatrate Techs. I got the new stickers finally. I gave some away. Well, I'm mailing them out tomorrow, Monday. If you want to purchase some, you can email me and I'll let you know how to do that. But I will be giving them away. I'll be doing more giveaways. That's my plan is to give them away. But if you want to buy them, I'll take your money. Bags. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Like I said, maybe I'll do the top five reasons why I want to quit next week or the week after. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. 
All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.